This week on Transmissions from the Dark Side. Riddle me this. Who's your gooch? It's a long way to Tipperary. Enter if you dare. Side, where we're watching every episode of seminal 80s horror anthology monsters and reporting it to you. I am Matt Noss. Joining me at the table and via the wonders of technology is my greatest oh. friends in the whole wide world. It's Jen Hansen via Skype and Matt Rose at the table. Yay! How is everybody doing today? So good. All right. Jen, um, you admitted on the you admitted on the show two weeks ago. That you have a baby on the way. Previously on transmissions. I also admitted that I wanted to eat a cookie on the toilet, but thought better of it. That is correct. Yes. Um, so I, I just wanted to let you know that there is a picture of me at work walking out of the bathroom eating a burrito. <laughs> of course there is. Oh, you you mean the toilet burritos? Well, I, I mean, no one, no one can prove I was on the toilet while I was eating it. But well, I it's was... one of the perks of working at uh, it, in GM uh, in uh, Tower Two Hundred. Is it Matt? Yes. Yeah. the The burrito lineup in the uh, in the men's room is killer. Oh yeah, yeah. You think that uh, Taco Bell has a corner on vegan burritos? Uh, not the way this bathroom does. And the women's bathroom only has soft serve. Like it's a fine soft serve <laughs> bar, but it's it's not the same. I no, mean, to nobody be honest, wants though, to be coming out of a bathroom with a twist cone of soft serve. No, you don't. <laughs> to be honest, though, I, I think that it's a stroke of genius to put the burritos in the bathroom because then it's just a quick dash to the toilet. <laughs> true. That's true. Yeah. If this is your first time joining us, uh, talking about bathroom etiquette and bathroom burritos isn't what we do around here. What we do do is watch anthology horror. It's like the Twilight Zone, but with a much different budget. I obviously screwed up somewhere along the line, so you two are laughing at me. Doo -doo. I knew it. And yeah. I love I love <laughs> the, the fact that I was still able to look at Jen and we both started giggling. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> it's all right, go, Matt. Continue. Go ahead, do the business. Okay. Today we watched an episode of Monsters called The Mother Instinct. It is customary around these parts, based on title alone, that we guess what the episode is about. We call it our dark side guess. And who would like to go first? Uh, I can read mine. The Mother Instinct. Candace has never been particularly maternal. But when she inherits her deceased sister's children, she discovers she may have a knack for this after all. Little does she know she's being controlled by voodoo. Whoa! Oh. Uh, I'll read mine next. The Mother Instinct. Three weeks into the outbreak, 13-year-old Tulip Gunderson was scrounging for food when she came across a dying father and his baby girl. With his dying breath, he begged her to watch over his daughter and protect her. Bundling the baby up and running back to her abandoned house, Tulip became surrounded by the infected after taking a shortcut. 
With the corpses slowly closing in, Tulip had an important decision. Leave the baby or fulfill her promise to a dying stranger. Ooh. Hello. Yeah. Yeah, because a baby would be a real Zom attractor. Yep. Yeah. It's always always that baby. Not yak, the yak, yak. Not With the baby. <laughs> With the baby. The mother instinct. She's not your mama, but she sure treats you like her kid. <laughs> you can't stand it, but one day it might just come in handy. The mother instinct. Unfortunately, none of these guesses were correct. So, Jen, hit us up with the sweet deets. All right, here are the sweet deets for this episode. We're looking at season one, episode 15, The Mother Instinct. Guys, we're already 15 episodes. I know, that's craziness. We're monsters. Cranking through the monsters. Yeah. We're cranking uh, off a monster. <laughs> we are cranking off monsters left and right. Uh, this episode aired February 18th, 1989. Here is the description from IMDb. IMDb. An elderly wheelchair-bound woman develops a miraculous melon juice formula from her plants, and her greedy, abusive son-in-law wants to steal it. That is yes, a very accurate description. Absolutely correct. Why even watch uh, this episode was directed Why by Why even Gordon. watch this episode? <laughs> Just go home, everybody. You (laughs) got it. Uh, This episode was directed by Bette Gordon. Uh, She directed also some low-budget stankers. She's directed four episodes of Monsters. She is a faculty member. Uh, She was a faculty member starting 1991 at Columbia University. Uh, Starting in 2000, she's been uh, the vice chair of their film division. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. What, What stinkers did she make? Just curious. Uh, I don't have them in front of me, but they were a bunch of uh, B to Z level movies with uh, under a million dollar budget and looked like they could be sort of like, like the quality of Skinamax movies without as much fucking. Oh, Oh. yeah, that's a real, it's a real disappointment. It's a real boner killer. Yeah. (laughs) That's the sound of an, of a balloon emptying slowly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, episode was written by D. Emerson Smith. Uh, D. Emerson Smith wrote three episodes of Monsters. The end. <laughs> uh, actors, we have Elizabeth Franz playing the mother. Uh, she was in The Secret of My Success. She was in School Ties, and she was in lots of TV shows. I was like, I have seen her before. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's my secret to my success. Mm-hmm. Probably. That was the Michael J. Fox one, right? Correct. That's right, yeah. yeah. Uh, Finn Carter played Sheila. Uh, Finn Carter starred in Tremors. Yeah, yeah. That's where I reckon... I, when I when I was watching it, I was like, oh, that chick was in Tremors. She was a yeah, science lady. Oh, put her next to a worm. Now I know. Uh, <laughs> Spoilers! She was, yeah, sorry, guys. Uh, she was also in um, many episodes of As the World Turns, uh, a bunch of TV. She is the daughter of Hotting Carter III, who was the State Department spokesperson for the Carter administration. Oh, wow. Holy she was also shit. Married, yeah, she was also married to Stephen Weber of Wings fame. No way! Divorced in 1990, though. So, oh, yeah. so pre wings, pre wings. Post this episode, coincidence? Mm. I think not. <laughs> uh, and finally, Tom Gilroy played Nelson. Uh, he was in a 
bunch of small films that I don't recognize. In 1999, he wrote and directed a film called Spring Forward, starring uh, Campbell Scott, Ned Beatty, and Liev Schreiber. Hmm. And it's got like uh, like 7 out of 10 on uh, IMDb. So. IMDb. IMDb. <laughs> Uh. Honey, it's family hour. There must be something on. Uh, candy critters, my favorite. Oh, oh, it's monsters. Our favorite show. Shh. Watch it. It's starting. Let's watch it. Let's watch it. There it is on the TV. Hey, look at it. It's let's watch. Yeah. Bye. The door from the monsters swings wide open to reveal an office. Curiosity, typewriters, it's a real set. So Welcome this, to the Owl Room. This is what I wanted to talk about, Jen. I'm starting to notice a pattern in monsters, a trope, if you will, and it is not loose birds. <laughs> Can, truly, birds. truly contained birds. <laughs> God, that's right, because we had the, the bird in the cage. Yes, we had the chicken. The chicken <laughs> in the, the cage. chicken. And I'm, I'm pretty sure there's been, like, other, like, not yeah. loose birds. I think it's a trope. I can't wait to see what else we find. Contained, unreferenced birds. <laughs> True. Another bird in a, in a containment device that is never spoken of again. <laughs> they never mentioned that there's an owl in a glass jar. How do you not? You, you paid for it. Right. Like, wouldn't this douchebag walk in, see the owl and be like, there's that dumb owl your yeah. mom likes. <laughs> <laughs> I could sell that thing for 50 bucks. So this shot is panning around the room, and as uh, we pan past the the typewriter and the owl, we get to a set of double doors that are leading into this greenhouse. And we hear soft Did, footsteps. Yes. Did the double doors not open because they couldn't figure out how to open them, and the director was screaming, open the doors, open the doors, <laughs> or they were just stalling for time because it took too long for those doors to open oh they stalled for time like crazy in this episode when we get to a scene i counted how long the scene took there are so i'm noticing another trope inside of monsters episodes which is uh we have 22 minutes of episode but 21 minutes of film (laughs) (laughs) oh so slow motion and so there are just random slow motion parts like reaction faces that just are like, why is that in slow motion? Well, just- I couldn't tell if it was. I couldn't tell if it was slow motion or if it was just the way that if it was uh, the, the transfer, transfer I was watching was was jacked up. But I think you're right. Yeah, I well the the episode with the the makeup kit. Yeah, um, when we saw you know um, <laughs> Meatloaf at the opera and stuff, those. Yes. Those were slowed down, right? Like, yeah, absolutely slowed down. Yeah, I mean, the, the I think I think that you have also noticed a trope that they're just slowing shit down to pad out those twenty two minutes and you know twenty seconds or whatever. Right? They have yeah, they have twenty min one minutes thirty. 
<laughs> and they're like There's a bit on uh, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place where he's doing the uh, the interview portion. And he's saying that the, the episodes were coming in three to five minutes under each time. <laughs> so they uh, had to add slow motion and they tried to not put the dialogue in slow motion wherever possible. <laughs> 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 so funny. Yeah. Well, when they finally break the threshold <laughs> and the door opens and the door is open we see a woman a, in a wheelchair a matronly woman in a wheelchair talking to dirt talking to her plants because she's in her greenhouse and she's saying things like there you are you little plants looking all cute eating up that little peat moss you don't make me get more peat moss you like that peat moss Wanted in your plant mouth. Didn't, didn't she say something like, "What am I, the owner of the peat foundry?" <laughs> oh, your mom didn't say that to you when she was feeding you peat moss. Well, as a child? well, I mean, yeah, but I'm I'm talking about the woman <laughs> in this episode, right? Okay, well, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, when my dad was shoving peat moss down my face, <laughs> he was like, Is "I got what you want." He would go, I have three bags of this shit left, and you better believe you're eating all of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got it on discount. <laughs> Dis- got it from Discount oh, Pete Moss. <laughs> well, okay. This is very upsetting because we're about to have a battle of the plain Janes. Well, oh, so I, I we're about to introduce some unfuckable ladies. Just <laughs> <laughs> just some ladies that might as well cement up their lady parts cuz ain't nobody going to knock that wall down, Mr. Gorbachev. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this shit drives me crazy. <laughs> Well, so I thought that this was, I thought this particular part was a chicken sandwich, Carl, where like the the church mouse is like, excuse me, mother, I'm here. And she's like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> <laughs> you scared me to death. What are you doing sneaking up on me, walking through a door like that? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I didn't get that as much. I mean, yeah. Granted, I watched this episode in a rush while my baby was screaming. And also so. while you were playing games on your phone. So. Don't act like you a good you way weren't. to watch this episode, honestly. <laughs> hey, I was, can- I was crushing some candies <laughs> like people do. Delicious. And my baby was screaming, and I was taking some notes about the dark side. Look, do you want to know? Do you want to hear what I know about the episode, or don't you? <laughs> this is what everybody doesn't pay for in this show. <laughs> So I'm like, all right. And then he enters. Well, so she, before he enters, she's yelling at her for, for scaring her. And she goes into this. You're right. I should have called first. I'll leave. And I just wrote. And it's, it's reveal. Oh, sorry, Matt. Oh, I this just, must be when I ran up the stairs to let you in. Cause you I ran up the stairs. Yeah, I ran up the stairs. You said wham. I wham, wham, wham <laughs> all the way home, and then I opened up the little pitties. <laughs> <laughs> and then I put concrete on my gentleman parts, because ain't nobody fucking this plain Jane. <laughs> oh, who's this bow hunk? <laughs> 
What did you write, Matt? I wrote, you're right, I should have called first, said the human doormat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I mean. We discovered that her name is Sheila. This is, Sheila, she's uh, this the is daughter, daughter uh, of the mother. Uh, mother is daughter of the child. Uh, <laughs> Sheila, and Sheila shows up with a shiner. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bruce is like, I knew it. What mm-hmm. is that? What has that monster done to you this time? Enter. <laughs> oh boy, I can't wait to hear you guys talk about this guy. <sighs> Go enter, ahead. Go ahead, enter the personality of Bradley Cooper in every movie he's in. <laughs> in. In the body of a young, angry Bob Odenkirk. <laughs> I, I thought he had a, a striking resemblance to Flyboy in Dawn of the Dead. Okay. He also had a little with that unibrow. He had a little, uh, like, very early Nicolas Cage. Oh. Okay. Well, he comes in. Or Ben Stiller, for that matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He comes in like a house on fire with some of the most troubling dialogue <laughs> we've ever had on this show. Yeah, because. Hey, my soldier into white, white slavery. slavery. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, you know what is hysterical? Oh. Slavery, period. Slavery, period. What a yeah. laugh riot. Also, yeah. selling your wife into prostitution. Hilarious. Also, selling this woman's daughter into prostitution. Oh, yeah. A yeah. laugh riot. Oh, but don't worry. I'm gonna. I'm just going to say the word reneg, which is also <laughs> one of the most troubling words. Yes. In <laughs> we are off to the races with this guy establishing himself it's a real douchebag. Oh yeah, real piece of shit. <laughs> he's he's uh, to a... be fair, I think he does a good job playing a real piece of shit. Oh yeah, and then I write down these words because uh, of what the of what the mother character t- does. I go, this guy's a real bad news blender. <laughs> <laughs> because I wrote to... while she's talk while he's talking. The mother goes over to a wheels herself oh, over to oh, a blender. This is what I wanted to talk turns about. Turns it right on. I yeah. Mother is having an angry margarita before going to the house. <laughs> so she agrees they're going to leave and then just wheels herself on over, starts the blender. This takes 14 seconds. Yeah, it's she's blending in real time. Yeah. I, <laughs> you wanted just uh hey how are just gonna just gonna keep running that blender huh i hear juicy's good for <laughs> i hear there's a lot of a lot of yeah a lot of fight gotta get that gotta get that pulp you just got a lot of that good um i gotta and... pulse it i got it what i gotta pulse it and then i just write give me that juice <laughs> But for real, Matt, 14 seconds, I counted. Oh, I, it's an eternity to watch a woman blend juice and then pour it in a glass and then take a couple sips, maybe go. Now, we have the beautiful gift of hindsight. But when the doors opened, why didn't it begin with her turning off the blender and going over to the plants? Just a classic little. Turn off the blender, go over to the plants, 
because then they would have had to have done something in slow motion for 14 seconds. Uh, so we did the edit of the episode and uh, it, we're at 1630 right now. Uh-huh. I think we're going to have to add some shots. Maybe maybe <laughs> we could see what happens at the beginning of the drink. <laughs> you mean where we make it? Yeah, yeah, people, because then it's like a recipe. I, I feel that the audiences won't believe it unless they see her pulp the juice. <laughs> I don't... Yeah, you know, I mean, she could just go in there and talk about juice, but he's not going to know it's from them melons. True. Also, can we, can we have him talk about melons in a way that's almost suggestive? <laughs> Oh, I wrote that down. Didn't he say we have to not expose the melons, but they, they had to do something where... Oh, yeah. I thought it was expose the melons. Oh, maybe, maybe it was. Uh, I'm looking. I have it. It, it, it it's, it's exploit those melons. Exploit. Right. We got to exploit those melons. <laughs> I yeah. can't believe your your mom won't let us exploit those melons. To exploit those melons. <laughs> she doesn't get it. All right, we jumped ahead quite a bit. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. Let's, so let's let's, let's go, go back, back in time. The... All right. To where the mother is pouring herself that sweet juice. That sweet sweet juice. melon juice. That seems to be coming from, as far as I can tell, spaghetti squash. Yeah. It. Who knows? These were these were not your average everyday squash. Or melons or whatever. Melons. Well, she knows. The mom knows why they're there. And it's called one thing. Money, baby. And she knows that this guy runs scams. Nelson. Nelson is a real piece of shit. He's a real scammer. A womanizer, a gambler. He's not jamming. A user, a user. He is not jamming and scamming from here to L.A. Oh, absolutely not. (laughs) No, no, no. He's, I do not want to join the party with this man. No. no, no, I don't want him to tell me what's hot and what's not. Oh, two dollars a call. That's where it starts, my friend. Right. Next thing you know, he's asking your mom for five grand yeah. because he's in eight grand worth of trouble. Everybody knows that if you're in eight grand worth of trouble, you ask yes, for ten. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> Have you never hit people up for money before? <laughs> <laughs> you goddamn amateur. <laughs> All right. The mom puts a firm foot down and she takes her juice and they leave the room. Now they're in this den that they've been in that they introduced right at the top. Mm-hmm. And the conversation continues. So... So Nelson is a piece of shit and and mom clearly knows it. It's nice. And clearly they have also had this conversation before where they have come to them for money. Uh, They they have come to mom for money. Mom has bailed them out. Uh, Mom says no mas. Sheila is addicted to love uh, and addicted to this dude. And And the uh, only thing I'm sorry about is that she's addicted to you. you. And when she says that my man's literally grabs his pearls <laughs> like he puts his hand on his uh decolletage and acts like oh i, I never ah i'm a man of sophistication hello mr gentlefolk how dare you and then in the next breath suggests 
well, I'll just beat Sheila if you don't yeah. give me the money. <laughs> well, so this this yeah. I think was I think this was one of my favorite parts of the episode because <laughs> he when when she says no, he kind of threatens the daughter and then she's still like no. He threatens her. He grabs her wheelchair. The daughter like kind of gets up from her chair and says no. He backhands her, and this is when he gets his ass kicked by an old lady in a wheelchair. It's fantastic. <laughs> I love this part so much because yeah, we we are in a segment I wanted to call if Sheila's husband ain't happy. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is the biggest like. I'm so happy that they handled this episode the way that they did. They have that they have established him as so woefully unlikable Mm -hmm. that you're just wishing for the worst things on earth to happen to them. Mm -hmm. But in the same way, he is attractive enough that you get it. Like, even though I hate the plain Jane motif that they've adopted for Sheila, Mm -hmm. the, the, the beaten dog, so to speak. Right. It, the way they play the relationship does make sense. Um, it's just so woefully untrue when we see Sheila in a nightgown. That right. she and, <laughs> and we do get to a point later where Mom explains that they were that they were not great parents either. Oh yeah, uh, which is one of my favorite parts of the episode. So yeah, you can understand. I liked, how, I liked that part too. Yeah, how Sheila has maybe gotten to the point where she's just chasing anybody who will have her. Right, like. She doesn't care that she that he's with her because of her mom's money. Mm-hmm. Right. All she gets is he's with me. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. And so what? I get hit, which is very delicate uh, land to tread on. And Monsters actually does a serviceable job. Uh, yeah, I was surprised. You know, they d- they definitely don't dig into the psychology of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they we, got 22 minutes and they got to get to the monster, right? So, well, I mean, they did play it for humor and oh, they, yeah, which I'm, Tails would have done. Yeah, I'm I'm really glad that they that they didn't take that approach and that you know you you have empathy for Sheila because mm-hmm. she's with a real piece of shit, but you also understand why the mom is taking the tough love approach and is like, no, you get nothing else, and yes. I'm I'm sorry and it makes me sad, but. You're my daughter, and I see what's happening to you, and I can't enable that anymore. Well, she roughs him up. She choke slams him against the wall and picks him up. And she goes, don't you ever strike my daughter again. again. And then she drops him like a sack of potatoes. It's great. It's fantastic. It, it is worth watching the episode just for this for that part. scene. Yeah. Yeah. And she, I'm sorry, Jen, go ahead. No, that's okay. Sheila's mind is blown. Yeah. She, she says, you got up out of your wheelchair. Like not, you picked my husband up off the ground and choke slammed him against the wall. But like, Hey, you're walking. Cool. Oh yeah. 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 It's a melon enzyme that supercharges tissue. It's, it's no big deal. You know how melon enzymes sometimes. So (laughs) to which I wrote down, write down, Hey, Let's not talk about the Ellen May Oost J <laughs> in front of the Oost Bay Ag Bay. <laughs> I I wrote um hello third act I have your melon gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh Matt, that's wonderful. I have your 
melon gun. <laughs> um, but I did you guys ever watch the Six Million Dollar Man? Yeah, mm-hmm. on occasion. Okay, yeah. so that was one of my favorite shows as a kid. And watching it um, when when sci-fi started airing it um, when we were in high school. Yes. Uh, one thing that I noticed was the show was not as hard sci-fi as I remember. It was like borderline comedy at times. Um, and whenever someone would see Steve Austin bending things... Um, he would always come up with the worst excuses like, well, uh, with leverage and uh, gravity <laughs> and science words, uh, that's how I moved that. And they're like, oh, OK, all right. And that's what that's what this seemed like to me is, uh, yeah, enzymes and melons. And don't worry too much about it. Just just accept that it supercharges your muscles, um, though they, they they did bring one thing up that never panned out that I was a little confused about and that she talks about how the supercharge is very short-lived. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they never really went anywhere with that. And I don't, I don't no. know why they introduced that. They didn't. Again, and maybe it was just because uh, because she was immediately weak after she threw him, and he threatened to not let her have her juice. Yeah. So it's, she couldn't just be permanently hulked out with him. Well, once once that's done, um, she uh, what's the daughter's name again? I'm sorry, Sheila. Sheila Sheila leaves the room to go get the juice to get more juice for uh, for mom. And uh, we have a real heart-to-heart between a douchebag and a mom. They're playing a deadly game of cat and also cat. <laughs> Why, my favorite part of all of this is that um, when he gets himself off of the floor, he is doing the quintessential bad guy cleanup. Like, the bad guy, once he gets hit yeah. the first three yeah. times by Jackie Chan, <laughs> and, he, and now he's been on the ground, so he has to stand up. He's dusting himself off. He's cleaning himself off. It's a real roadhouse move. Yep. Um, him and Swayze are about to tussle. And then he's like, let's drop the fucking charade, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for what I like to call straight talk. What I love. Uh, your daughter's <laughs> never going to get fucked by anybody else in the world. So you might as well go into business with, with me. me. What I loved in this scene is he flubs his line and like a true professional just keeps going. Oh, I missed that. Oh, yeah. He he says, I mean, I do it all the time, so it's not like I can, you know, make fun of him. It's just he he said a couple words in front of each other and then just stopped and then continued and and corrected it mid sentence. Um and I just wrote, uh, nice save, bro. <laughs> nice save. <laughs> well, he pitches that uh, the mom will be the plant lady, and he'll be the money guy, and we're going to exploit them melons, baby. Well, but what I love is that he, he's talking to her, and he's like, I'll handle the marketing and the distribution. And he just starts going into this whole thing. And I just wrote, you got a dumb girl brain. So dumb. Ugh. Because, I mean, that's that's basically what he tells her. He's like, yeah, I know. You were a doctor and, like, you had tenure, whatever. You don't know anything. You're a girl. I'm going to handle the business. Let the men this handle This is not that. a guy who is super respectful of women. 
No. Uh, so no, he, no. he has not these, giving your song credit consideration. He has the subtlety of Andy Kaufman mud wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Did I ever show you the the tape he had where he was uh, where he was trash talking Jerry Lawler? Oh yeah, I've seen that. Oh my god, yeah. that is so funny. I'm from the I'm north, north where yeah. we believe in science. science. <laughs> Our big brains. And and then he's basically like, look, we can set up the company. You can give a portion of your stocks to your daughter. I mean, she's a real uggo. No one on earth will touch that hag of a daughter you have except me because I got in it to get to you. <laughs> and you're like, what, a million years old right now? You're going to kick off any second. She's going to have nothing. Leave her some money. Did you think of that? No, you didn't. That's because I'm big brain boy. <laughs> me brain penis make smart china make dumb <laughs> and then uh the mom's great response of i'd rather sign a pact with the devil and then i was like if this was tales from the dark side he would be the devil. exactly <laughs> Oof. yeah so did you guys- it's about time you recognized me <laughs> <laughs> yeah suddenly he's wearing like a red suit and has a pencil mustache right um, that's just drawn on yeah <laughs> Uh, oh, did you tales. guys did you guys notice how long it took her to get that juice? Oh, she yeah. was walking twenty feet, and it took her like two and a half minutes. And I started to think, like, what was she doing? Like, did she go up and like try to choke one of those melons or something? Why was it taking so long? Well, I mean, some mysteries will never get solved. <laughs> <laughs> And other ones are because we haven't finished reading the words on this page. <laughs> and some of them are, there were two cups there, and she was worried she was going to get hit if she picked the wrong one. <laughs> so she just sort of agonized over the decision for a while. So he, uh, this is when the uh, the husband, what's his name? The, they never named the husband. Oh, you mean Nelson? Nelson. Nelson. Uh, Nelson now gets the idea that he is just going to just going to steal they're just going to steal these these melons um and he is apologizing to sheila and doing the baby i don't want to hit you why do you make me so mad oh i'm so sorry and it's very and he he sniffs her yeah and this is where they engage in the most uncomfortable kiss i think i have ever seen yeah so maddie you wanted to introduce a game called Describe That Kiss. Yes. So, how would you guys describe this kiss? Well, I'll go first, just yes, because please, uh, please, I, please I need do. it's on the tip of my tongue. I said, um, man, it's like a bologna sandwich being made on your face. <laughs> <laughs> just, just somebody just putting some bread there and then. <laughs> A slice of bologna, another little slice. They're trying to fold it. It keeps hitting the side. Like it's not going where it's supposed to go. It keeps falling off. It's not interested in staying on your face. <laughs> so now the bread is gone, and you just like have a slice of bologna, like resting on your face. Okay. Mine is mine is similar. Mine is uh, uh, pouring Jello on your face out of one of those hunter boots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know why. <laughs> uh, all right. Matt, what was yours? 
Uh, two children with fully novocaine faces try to pass a <laughs> chiclet back and forth. <laughs> it, they, they don't kiss so much as just lightly smash their faces into each other. Like, I, you know, my daughter is now 13 months. And for her to kiss, like when she gives me a kiss, it is not like a mwah. It's uh, it's she, she just runs her face into yours. She right? opens her mouth and goes to my nose with her open mouth <laughs> and just mashes it into my nose, pulls her face back and goes, ah. <laughs> and that's, it was very similar to that. Yes, it was. And that was her kiss. And that's what they did where it's just like, I can't believe you're here. Uh. <laughs> There's that uh, that Mr. Show sketch that's uh, those amazing actors, and basically it's just horribly abusive animal trainers beating actors, and it's like <laughs> actors trying to do a kiss scene, and it doesn't go well, so somebody just comes in and paints peanut butter on their mouths. So, <laughs> so they'll just those eat amazing, peanut butter off each other's faces. Those amazing actors. <laughs> yeah. That's what it was like. Uh, boy, oh boy. This well, is also a long first act. It is a really long first act, and I could not tell where the where the gap was between second and third act. Uh, I I found the I found the second really, to third really act short. Yeah. Oh, the first okay. One is after, so uh, after worm attack. Okay. Huh. All right. All right. Um. Well, so they they go into the um the greenhouse at night and you know they're in full like cat burglar garb yep, yep. She, well he is sorry yeah. he N- is Nelson, she's not nelson is down to steal yes and sheila is down to fuck, fuck. no and she looks good she she looks, is a beautiful woman, woman. She this is, is a, she's lovely this is again my big issue is that like they want to make her this like homely. She has curves for days. Yeah. When she lets her hair and, down, yeah, and she comes out, and she's got her hair down, and she looks really good. I'm like, ah, oh, it's infuriating. But did you, guys, I, did you guys get boners? Did you guys get Sheila boners? Shut up. Whatever. It's okay if you did. Whatever. It's, no, it's guys. We not. should be able to talk about this. I can't. I don't. I don't want to talk about it. No. Come on, guys. It's so natural to get. Mom. No, guys. Come, come here. What's on your face? Let me wipe that off with, yeah. with spit. Come here. God, God, she's wiping my face with God. a bologna sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> we get a weird uh, as they enter the greenhouse. We get this weird again coverage shot of a. A statue. Oh, a POV. Sta- a POV. Oh, and the statue. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah they, statue they get three like ways. Dutch, they get Dutch angles of the of the of the statue, and then it's POV melon thief. Did was that were the Dutch angles of the statue when they were fucking? No, no, no. There is a clear distinction between the end of the kissing, and then it transitions, and it's just the statue. And yeah. it's one shot, dead nuts on the statue. Then it's Dutch angle, Dutch angle, Dutch angle of the greenhouse with them entering. Well, and then it's POV Melon Thief. Well, it's it's him entering, and then she pops into the shot in her nightgown, and yes. she's like, come back to bed. And it's a real weird science entrance. Like, she yeah. has yes. soft pink light behind her. Yeah. There might as well have been a fog machine running. <laughs> It's like, what do you little monsters want to like, do and first? And like Boingo Boingo or something. Yes. Exactly. It's a dead man's party. <laughs> so 
So he starts digging out one of these spaghetti squash. So uh, okay, as someone as someone who gardens, they are in the ground. They're on yeah, top of the they're ground. They're on top of the ground. They grow they're on not a connected vine. At the, yeah, yeah. If, where if the your vine melons, is... if you if you have buried your melons, they are going to rot. Don't yeah. do it. That was that was my biggest problem with the episode. Uh, well, so it, he starts digging in, and something comes out of the soil and bites him on the arm. He freaks out. And then he just gets swarmed by creeps. I I wrote, yeah. wait, what? Is this Tiny Tremors? <laughs> That's what it was like. It was Tiny Tremors. And uh, they're, they, they're throwing worms. They go into a full-on worm freakout, shaking the worms, throwing the worms at each other, and they run out. They do not clean up after themselves. So, and then they have the audacity in the next scene to be like, well, your mother won't know that we were in the, yeah. Right. She, you she dr- knows. You dropped a <laughs> shovel, you dropped the spade, and there's uh, there's dirt everywhere. There's, you <laughs> left a business card. There's, there's, <laughs> some, there's three tiny dead blood worms. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought the worm attack scene was cool. Like I, liked, I, it I was, liked it. Yeah, but it was like, all in. I was yeah. all in for it. Uh, and that was the act break. Right? That was the act break. Yeah. Once they escape bloodworm fever. <laughs> bloodworm County, USA. Yeah. So um, we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. I'm an international woman. I've got international flair. Building my body beautiful. Making him know I care. I'm keeping fit and looking good by going that extra mile. I'm shaping up and slimming down Muscles moving, body toning I have energy And now International has three programs available Starting as low as $5 Call now, North 949-9891 South 682-4407 Midwest City 737-8841 Southwest 59-631-2331 Quail Creek 751-5950 Northwest 721-0331 And Norman 329-7652 once again, if you didn't get that, that was what I'm saying. <laughs> and, 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 yeah, right, all so the numbers just made me laugh. I, I love that it's a hog call at the end. It's like, <laughs> yeah, there, now, next, next up, we got five tails. Do you ever, uh, ever see those vines where they have the uh, the uh, cattle callers uh, set to hip-hop beats? I don't think I have. No. Oh, my gosh. Okay. What are the uh, auctioneers? Okay, here we go. This is some auctioneers set to hip hop beats. A two, three, 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 but a four, six, but a four now, four now, five, but a five, but a five now, four, four, four now has eighty four, four now five, 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 sixty five. Dollar forty six and a half, dollar seven, dollar and a seven, dollar and a half, dollar and a dollar forty seven, dollar and a half. Do it again, now eight, four down, now half, five, now half, I'm seventy five, five and a half, three, 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 six, now half, three, and a half, seven, I'm seventy seven, now half, now eight, two, five, 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 Okay, you get it. Yeah, no, I, that's great. That's yeah, yeah, that's great. We don't need to do three minutes of this. <laughs> I still don't get it. <laughs> Stretch. I remember there was an international women's um, facility on Van Dyke, 
and and like 17. Oh, I know where you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, it was like on the west side of Van Dyke. Correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. Correct. Yeah. I've never heard of this. I assume it's like some proto curves. Yeah, I think it was like a proto curves because like in the 80s and the 90s there was like Vic Tanny. Yeah. Right. And Bally's. Yeah. Well, Vic Bally's bought Vic Tanny. Yeah. Okay. So it was Bally's Vic Tanny. And then it all kind of just. Uh, then I think Lifetime Fitness bought them or something. Probably bought the all of it out. Yeah. And now. I assume International uh, uh, Fitness Center was like a safe place for women to go, where it wasn't just the crazy well, workoutness of uh, Vic Tanny and the the '80s fitness craze. It wasn't the movie Perfect. That is exactly what my brain was thinking. Is like, hey, um. If you don't want to be assaulted while you're working out, like as bad as things seem now, yeah, they seemed so much worse in the 80s. Oh, for sure. Like it just, I don't know. Because I mean, when I was, what, in 1984, I was eight years old. Like, I don't know anything. But it always seems like when you take a look at it. Okay, well, let's talk about it. I, guys, I watched The Dirt. The Motley Crue movie. Oh, I was gonna, was I was it? gonna watch that. It is terrible. Oh no! Like it's terribly done, or it's or just their lives are as as awful as you would think. Okay, it is. So it's directed by Jeff Tremaine. He's the guy who's in who uh, did a lot of Jackass. Oh, so he has an ability to film debauchery in a way that feels like a joke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the excess of Motley Crue just feels like there are so few repercussions for the majority of the debauchery that happens that even when there are repercussions, they they bear no fruit. So like when Vince Neil kills the people in the car accident, for Correct. Instance. Like when he does that, the descent is just as fast as the ascent. Mm. Hmm. Like it is like a roller coaster where it's like, we're on top. Oh no, we're back, baby. Like there is no rhyme or reason to much of anything in the movie. But my favorite part to talk about how terrible it is, is that they have a lot of asides in the movie done by nearly every character. <laughs> And um, Pete Davidson is the manager of uh, Motley Crue or the, the label representative who signed Motley Crue. And he's looking for his girlfriend that Vince Neil is fucking. Oh, no. And um, there's a voiceover of Nikki Six saying like, hey, you know, he didn't find out until later that he was fucking her. To which Pete Davidson then does an aside to the camera after the voiceover and goes, yeah, it hurt, but I get <laughs> no joke. He then goes, but you know, don't leave your girlfriend near Motley Crue. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's the I whole. I guess I got crude. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I guess if if she has a vagina and breasts, she's going to fuck Vince Neil. Or, or Nikki Six. Or Nikki Six. Because like Bruce Dickinson's wife had sex with Nikki Six and he wrote Tattooed Millionaire um about him. And yeah. then and then um 
there's a moment where uh, Tommy Lee straight up punches a woman in the face, and uh, and um, we never talk about it. I mean, it, it happens. But uh, that's it. Home Sweet Home is a great song, right? Let's just... <laughs> <laughs> like, that's kind of the... Th- like, so many moments that they have. Like, Motley Crue was never wanting to deal with any of it. No. Well, so I read Heroin Diaries, uh, Nikki Six's autobiography of, like, the, the right. year um, in between... Jeez. Like, when they were writing Dr. Feelgood. Um and like he takes a lot of responsibility for the bad things that he did, you know, because he's an addict and he was he was going through that whole process. Um, but yeah, they were real pieces of shit. Yeah, and uh, and I also read Ozzy's autobiography, and he's got a, a point um, where I mean, this is a guy that was such a drug addict when he broke his back in an accident, and they took him to the emergency room, and they were going to perform surgery. They gave him a dose and he and they were like, all right, come back from 100. And he got to like 82 and they were like, something's wrong. <laughs> and they gave him another dose and he was still like, feel fine, guys. They had to give him like three fucking doses just to knock him out. Wow. And he could not keep up with them. Wow. He, t- he talked about how they found him passed out by the median of like the 401. And... Like the rep somehow found him and he was like, what are you doing? And he was like, I don't know, because he had tried to party (laughs) with them and couldn't do it. And this is fucking Ozzy Osbourne. So, yeah. Wow. They were they were nuts. So you have that. And then um, I I never was into Motley Crue anyway, but I watched it because I was interested. And the first record, um, Too Fast for Love. Mm Nobody in the room was like, "Hey, Vince, could you take that uh, take that one again?" <laughs> no, uh, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. You're you're, yeah. you're a little flat, buddy. Um, <laughs> yep. I mean, you're kind of flat the whole song, but you're super duper like, "Whoa, holy shit, flat!" On uh, <laughs> on these parts, which is like the cool part of the song, because the music is like, I'm all for it. I'm living for yeah. it. And then he starts singing. He's like, yeah, like he's he's bad. It's, it's like it's like Quiet Riot with uh, "Come On, Feel the Noise." Only that was purposefully flat because they didn't want to do the song. And the the record the record label rap was like, "Just do it, just do it." And they're like, "Oh, we'll do it." <laughs> Have you ever heard that version of Doctor Feel Good from Brazil, the live version? No. No. All right, we'll get back to it in a second, but I mean, we're in a real hole now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> real troll hole. Mm-hmm. All right, you this is a, the troll toll. <laughs> if you want to get in that boy's, boy's hole, hole. <laughs> uh, it is. Uh, I mean, is this recent or was this? Yes, this is recent. Uh, here you go. So I'm going to skip McMars, and we're just going to get to uh, this part. (laughs) 
Is this real? This, this is a full stadium <laughs> in Brazil. Oh no! The, no, like that's the whole thing. Like they had this big falling out because Vince just tried to make the crowd sing everything. <laughs> I mean, he. I understand that it's Brazil, and it's it's probably going to be a little hot and and muggy. Um, but he looks unhealthily sweaty. Oh yeah. And what what's sad is like. Everybody else in the band, including the backup singers, are doing a great job with that song. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was... that. Wow, that was terrible. The comments are the best. <laughs> These are the exact lyrics Vince sings to this version. If you don't believe me, follow along. Vince, Vince only, not the backup vocals. When I get high, high on speed, Tathu Fuyakatola B. My ha. <laughs> Always got the cops. Evan Maha. Be back. I'm a ha. Ooh, ready, girls. Ooh, ready. Nah. <laughs> Kick shut up. Yeah. <laughs> and we're back. Oh, oh God. <sighs> it is the morning after. And mom is surprisingly sweet and cheerful. She brings a plate of French toast. For one. Puts it what <laughs> puts it in front of Sheila. Sheila says, Oh, mother. And Nelson says. Wow, that looks fabulous. To which she basically says, eat a dick, Nelson. Go get your own <laughs> breakfast. I wrote down, oh, you? You can go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. So now Nelson, uh, so, so mom walks back into her, uh, into her greenhouse. And. Uh, oh, we, and enter his, we enter a park called, hey, talk to your mom about them worms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, pick her brains. So, also, I, I just want to ask one question. In Can you talk to your mom about them worms? <laughs> <laughs> you already asked that question. Um, is Nelson in the scene wearing an Angora V-neck? Nelson's fabulous, and I don't yeah. know if you knew that. <laughs> His sweater is super puffy. That's all I'm saying. When I saw them sitting next to each other, I thought that we were having a real change of state. Mm. As if the yeah. worms had done something. Oh. And, yeah. and it wasn't until the... Because he's dressed up kind of like a nerd. Yeah. You know, he is in a... Yeah, his hair slicked back. He's, yep. he's wearing kind of like, yeah, an acrylic-y v-neck the type of thing that you wear with a turtleneck and a chain like <laughs> he he's wearing kind of a dopey outfit mm -hmm. and it wasn't until the mother was really mean to him that i was like okay nope nothing's changed yeah uh but he he starts laying it on real thick that like hey if if we can get those worms 
We can have that. <laughs> no, finish that thought. <laughs> hey, baby, if yeah. we can get those worms, uh-huh. we can have that little house in the country. <laughs> that is that is for real something that he tells her is like, hey, all we got to do is get those wor- retirement worms and we're set. <laughs> How many times do you think they've had this conversation? First, it was retirement melons. Now it's yes. retirement worms. Before that, it was retirement slot machines. Right. <laughs> Did I ever tell but you about the time? Pro- prostitutes. Did I ever tell you about the time that my dad tried to learn um, one of the games of chance in Vegas because he thought he was going to make it big as like a canasta player or some shit? Oh, God, oh Matt. no! Stories are amazing. <sighs> he did. He it was um. What is the card game that they have out there? It's not Backerack. It might be Backerack. It might have been craps. Tell the truth, like because my uncle, my uncle's really good at Backerack, and, and like he he win he won enough for two uh, God uh, Priuses Jeez. to buy in cash. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty good at back rack. My dad would not be as good at uh, whatever the <laughs> fuck this game is. Um, but I, I digress. He leaves. Nelson leaves the room. The mother comes back. And it's time for a leather, little mother-daughter chat. <laughs> oh, this mother-daughter chat. It's a little come to Jesus. <laughs> Mom's going to just lay it out real flat. Um, Here's the deal. I was a real shitty parent. Yeah. Look. Your dad and I, we were old, we were set in our ways, we knew about bugs, and we knew about plants, so we simply ignored you. You, yeah. I mean, to the mother's credit, at least she owns it, right? Like, at we least... We simply ignored you. But... Hurtful? Yeah. But a moment of reconciliation... She's trying to make amends. Yeah. Right. At least an olive branch to be like, look... We realized we were terrible, mm-hmm. but this guy is a real dick bag. Yeah. You got to get away from him. Yeah. And then you can get that cement off your JJ <laughs> and get back into that pool, baby. Let that hair down. Yeah. Wear a nighty to the club. You'll see what happens. She was like, oh, okay. And then she's like, oh, yeah, you. S- I know that you saw those worms. <laughs> that was your daddy's. Yeah, he he brought back uh, Amazonian or Brazilian blackworms. And they were um, blackworms? I thought they were bloodworms. Bloodworms. Oh, they were bloodworms? Yeah. Because there's there's like. (laughs) I loved how you said, oh, those are bloodworms? Well, no, because there there is actually something called a blackworm. (laughs) But it it does not matter. Um, So. Yes, these worms. Uh, his, uh, her dad had brought them back from Brazil or whatever, and they got out of the crates and into the dirt. They have chemically altered the soil somehow, yes. so that the melons are worthless without the worms. Yeah, I, I just wrote melons are worthless because like without worms, they are. That was that was Tom Cruise's whole speech in Magnolia. <laughs> This is power. The worms are power. Um, There is a moment here where you just realize how insane all of this is. Yeah. When she's just like, your legacy is your father's blood worms. (laughs) Um, Also, I know that you have zero interest in horticulture, 
But you should keep these things alive, baby. It's all for you, Sheila. And she uh, she does not trust Nelson with these worms. To be fair, the worms don't trust Nelson with right. these worms. Why do I write down, is she killing him man-e-feek? <laughs> don't know. I, I could not tell you. Is this, is this one of those parts where you were playing Candy Crush? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, man, I'm really killing this level. Man, he feet. Is she killing him so delicious? <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, well, so th- this part um, where she says that she doesn't trust him. Yeah. Uh, and they hug. You then see behind the mom. Uh, so you see what um, what Sheila sees. That's when Nelson opens the door, kisses his fingers. Oh, that's where the man. That's the man. Yes, that's the man. feet. Yeah, the, and and kisses the fingers and like gives her the thumbs up. And that's when she just says gulp. And we cut to. That's the act break. Oh, yeah. that was that was the act break. That's the act break. Oh, yeah. that's okay. the act break. Yeah, that twenty-five second act. It was. It was. <laughs> that was that was short AF. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, you're here? Cool. Info dump. See you later. See you in two dollars. Okay, well let's uh we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. You sweat, but you don't dare move. You want to scream, but you can't. Terror grips every nerve in your body. And your heart is beating so fast, it feels like your eardrums are going to burst. You swallow hard, and you realize there is nothing you can do but wait and squirm. Now American International Pictures presents Squirm, the ultimate horror. Millions of writhing, seething creatures oozing out of the mire, shocked into a frenzy by 100,000 volts of electricity, driven by an uncontrollable urge to feed on human flesh. Squirm, rated R under 17, not admitted without parents. Hmm. I'm unfamiliar with Squirm. Yeah, well, it was AIP, so you know it was quality. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's AIP? Uh, American Inter- International, International Pictures. International Pictures. Or, yeah, they they Garbage were factory. they were a source of cheap horror, black exploitation, and just exploitation across the board. Um. So yeah, I love a lot of their movies. <laughs> oh. Dylan on crank. <laughs> oh no. I gotta hear this breakdown. Yeah, me too. Yeah. 
You could have called any fan from the audience up and they would have done it verbatim to what was recorded. Is that this is not even serviceable? No, it's it's someone who's heard the song five times and and trying to do it from memory. This was a guy instrumental in the writing and recording of the song. And we're back. This uh, this third act goes off like a whisper because it is mm-hmm. so fast. Yeah, it's night we're again. Back to the greenhouse. It's, it's night again. We're in the greenhouse, and he has taped bath towels to his arms. Well, you gotta stop those worm bites, Maddie. But he yeah. doesn't have anything on his hands where they end up biting him. He's, he's, just a, he's a but dope, if his guys. hands were covered, he couldn't wrap towels around his arms, Matt. Think. Oh God, this is this is why I don't have retirement worms. <laughs> we get a classic shut up and dig uh, as Nelson orders Sheila to dig these worms out of there. Oh, I think my favorite part of this whole thing is the the means of conveyance for these worms is a suitcase. <laughs> Uh, me uh, rally around the family. Suitcase full of worms. You rally around the family. family. Suitcase, With a suitcase full, full of worms. <laughs> worms on parade. <laughs> um. So he gets one of these blood worms in the suitcase and he daffy ducks it. <laughs> well, what I like though is his first attempt to get a worm, he gets overpowered by a worm. And I think this is no, what he does is he goes and he gets the last of the juice and drinks it. Oh, that's right. Yes. And then this is when he full on hulks out. The juice hulks is up, loose. Knocks over the table. The juice truly is loose. <laughs> And uh, he's yes. like, I'm ready to wrestle a worm. Yeah. <laughs> and he grabs two worms, throws them in a suitcase, closes it. And you're right. He full on Daffy Ducks it. I'm rich. And this is when the mom is now in the room. And she's like, I knew it. I knew that you were going to. She pulls t- a crisscross. It's great. Yeah. This is a classic double cross because she knows that her daughter is hopelessly in love with this guy. Well, but also, I mean, it wasn't her fault that he found out. He was eavesdropping. And he's a bully. Yeah, he's yeah. he's a total jerk. And so he she's like, I knew you'd do this. This was all part of my plan. To which she's like, bullshit, bitch. And goes into the whole, like, I don't love her. I've just been in it for the money. Yak, 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 yak. She just loves my doggy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> so she calls him uh, a bastard. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you used me. You used me for my mom's worms. Is what I wrote. Um, and and that's when mom reveals. Well, he says I've got a breeding pair of worms, and then How I does wrote. He know that. Well, uh, what I wrote was, aren't worms asexual? Like. The, yeah. I, so I 
those sweet annelids. The reason, the, <laughs> nice, Matt. That is what it was. Wow. Um, but the reason why I wrote down um, the the black worm thing is because I looked it up, and there is such a thing as a black worm, and they actually are hermaphrodites, so they can reproduce sexually. Also, oh, he was right. Well, that's that's why when you guys were like bloodworm, I was like, oh well, then this the science is out the window. <laughs> rip, rip, rip. <laughs> Well, fuck these discoveries. <laughs> um, but yeah, th- but yeah, this is this is where. <laughs> you know what I think happens? I think any time that it it spikes, it cuts it. Okay. That's what I think it does. So, like, if okay. you laugh super hard into it, I think it just like has an auto kill on it. Yeah. Just, okay, gotcha. Just, I will. Just I will stop, stop laughing. laughing. Just stop, stop laughing. Being so funny. Please. <laughs> Um, so this is where we we have the big reveal that you're not stealing my worms, you're taking her children. To which she's like, huh? huh? What? what? <laughs> you got a panic on the fourth of July. July. <laughs> Did you guys see this coming? You know what? I, 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 I wasn't sure what the big reveal was gonna be aside from like I thought it was gonna be a real Night of the Creeps ending where they just swarm him. Mm-hmm. I did not think that there was going to be a giant mother worm. I did not see a mother worm coming. I'm going to be I honest. I saw this coming for some reason. Huh. And I, but I still liked it. It didn't. It did bother me. No, no, not at all. Uh, will, and this uh, is this is where the um the mother has the titular line, um about you know a mother's instinct. This is a mother's instinct or whatever. Or no, the, she has the mother instinct. Mm-hmm. And that's when we see, oh yeah, that's when the bell chimes and the balloons drop from the <laughs> ceiling. <laughs> you said the word. <clears throat> I I really liked it. I like I liked that turn because I honestly thought for the whole thing that the mother um, of um, of Sheila was going to kill him, mm-hmm. mm. and in a way she does, but. Um, the the mother worm um comes up and did anyone else notice that it had kind of a dump shoot face? Oh yeah. It did have kind of a dump shoot face, yeah. Yeah, it was a the dump shoot meets a sarlacc pit and uh <laughs> yeah. and a sandworm from Doom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well mm-hmm. or or, or Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. Yeah. Or Beetlejuice, yeah. yeah. Um but it it grabs him with its arms, I guess. Uh and it just starts munching on his head and he's kicking and screaming. Um, it, it eventually, you just see his kicking legs, yep. uh, and then the worm goes back into the small pile of dirt. Um, and then she looks at her mom and says, I'm okay now, mother. And they walk away arm in arm. And And I, I just wrote the part that you don't see is that a worm was climbing up her butt the whole time. (laughs) But I, I just wrote, that's, that's not. Uh, how traumatic domestic abuse works, guys, but okay. <laughs> it is in a 22-minute episode, Matt. <laughs> true, true. So that is indeed the episode. Uh, let's go to the writer's room. How would you enhance, fix, or alter this episode? I liked this episode. Me the episode, too. The episode wasn't bad. I'm not sure... I'm not sure that there's really anything in the script that needs to be tightened up because you have a very unlikable villain. Mm-hmm. You've got um, 
uh, I'm not sure how you would describe Sheila. You've got a, a, an, a sympathetic character, and then you've got another sympathetic, sympathetic character in the mother who wants to get the villain out of the story. Yeah. And they didn't make her the bitch or anything, which I liked. No, no, yeah. No. I mean, they, they, yeah. We, we didn't have a this bitch, and I was, mm-hmm. I was kind of scared that it was going to go into this bitch territory, mm-hmm. and it didn't. I thought the mother was incredibly strong. I, I thought mm-hmm. that she was strong. I didn't think that she fit into any, you know, like of those tropes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Any, any, like you know, terrible bossy woman tropes. If anything, I think the edit, the uh, the episode would have benefited from a little slightly tighter editing. Well, yeah, that's but... what I was that's what I was going to say is that the the only things that I would change weren't the writing itself, but it was just tightening the episode up mm-hmm. because the, the I think that the the script is probably fine. It's just actually cutting the episode that that needed a little work. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, Jen, give us a scale. Uh, scale of one to ten, black or bloodworms. I'm at an eight. Uh, I'm I'm at a seven. I'm at an eight. Is this a uh, recommended or a must watch? Here's the thing. I don't know if monsters swings for the fences the way that tails did. Mm-hmm. Well, we're only we're only halfway through the first season. Granted. Mm-hmm. We haven't had a must-watch yet, though, have we? But based on its its own merit, I guess. Based on its own merit, I would say I would say it's that a, it's definitely, a recommended. A, definitely a recommended. For sure. Yeah. Let's go recommended. Okay, I'll say recommended. Yeah, because I don't know if it's a must, but man, I really enjoyed this episode. Yep. I I thought the characters were complete. And uh, I, I had no major flaws with the with it, you know, other than the the hour that we just spent dissecting. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can get in contact with us at T from the Dark Side on Facebook and Instagram, TFTDS Pod on Twitter, T from the Dark Side at Gmail. Our web address is T from the Dark Side dot com. I want to say. Who knows? Um, just go to gabbermedia.com slash T from the dark side to find us on the web. We also love receiving emails from you at T from the dark side at gmail.com. Guys, did I forget anything? Mm, try to enjoy, try to the, enjoy daylight? the daylight. Oh, whilst doing that, I hadn't talked to you both. There's a new Twilight Zone. Yeah, I watched, yeah. Uh, I watched The Comedian. I have not watched it yet. Not that I want to sign us up for a b- 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 bonus episode, but there might be a b- 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 bonus episode oh, possibility yeah. just to talk yeah, about sure. uh, a little bit of the new anthology horror. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, cr- it's crazy to see the cast that or the the actors that they got for episodes of the new Twilight Zone. Um, I, I will say this: uh, they don't have a problem with swearing, <laughs> not at all. They drop fuck and shit. And she tell one character tells another character to suck her vagina. So wow. it is. Yeah, no, it's it's a brave new world for television. Yeah, there it is. I'll I'll probably fix that. Is there anything else? Did I forget anything else? 
Try to enjoy the daylight. Try to enjoy the daylight. Bye. Bye. Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hansen, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side. And on Twitter at TFTDS Pod. Email us at T from the Dark Side at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.